We are going on tour. The Glamorous Trash Podcast and my book tour have collabed and we're coming to a city near you. Click the link in the show notes to to get all of the deets. We're coming to New York City. On June 4th, we are kicking off an event with Jon Stewart. No big deal. That's our very first show in New York City. Then we're coming to Washington, D.C., Nashville, Chicago, Santa Fe, Albuquerque, Seattle, Portland, and Los Angeles. So get your tickets now. We are doing three different events because, you know, I'm always doing the most. That's just on brand, right? First, there's a glamorous trash party. It's the podcast meets the book tour meets Coachella, a live show featuring podcast segments, book segments, a very special guest. And of course, there's a runway walk at the end for people to show off their fits because the dress code to every event is obviously glamorous trash. We are also doing a cookie country club. It's the anti-country club country club. And it's very dreamy. You get like a bunch of products. There's little events. And it's a more intimate event where you meet other cookies and listen to a book chat with what me and another special guest and then the final event the behind the bangs writing workshop i finally did it put it together put together this workshop because i wrote this book in many ways for younger me and younger me would not have gotten off her couch unless there was also a workshop being taught i wanted the gyms i wanted i wanted the knowledge i wanted the education that's what i would have wanted so i've decided i'm doing it and in the workshop is going to be the six writing gyms that took me forever to learn 15 years in my 15 year career as a tv writer and author and blah 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 all the other things i've written there are six things that i always use and all of those are in this workshop so if you have an interest in writing sign up all the ticket links are live today click the show notes click my instagram we are coming to a city near you and there's going to be some meet and greets i'll sign some copies of books we'll give out more books and i have uh, some pieces of merch that i'm taking on the road and i'm gonna give them out at the shows Welcome to Celebrity Book Club. This is a podcast that recaps and celebrates the memoirs of female celebrities. I'm your host, Chelsea Devantes. I'm a TV writer, comedian, and filmmaker, and sometimes I'm in stuff too. Now this week, we are book clubbing Minnie Driver's memoir titled Managing Expectations. It came out this past May in 2022. This book gives you the Oscars, the Matt Damon breakup, an incredible pandemic love story, and some of the best writing I've ever experienced in a memoir. And to get us started, to get us in the mini driver mood, I'm going to play a clip from my favorite mini driver movie. It does not get enough attention. It was Sally Field's directorial debut, a movie called Beautiful. Tonight, you're So let's dive in to everything Mini Driver with my guest, Elizabeth Lame. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi. I am so overjoyed to be here with you. This is such a long time coming. Uh, Let me give your bio. Elizabeth is a writer, actress, and podcast host. She has written for shows such as A Million Little Things, The Village, 
I'm Sorry, so many others. She currently hosts the podcast, Nobody's Listening, right? Following a series of very other successful podcasts and very exciting news, you are launching a new podcast in September called The One Sure Thing. I am. You're busy. <laughs> I am. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> you're exactly. No, no, you're doing it. Because also you're doing a very cool Instagram thing too, right? Where you're like remodeling and... Oh, yes, I did. We we bought a cabin thinking that it would be habitable, and it turns out it's not <laughs> at all. So, um, part of it is now, but, you know, it's <laughs> okay. baby steps. So, yes, right. that is, that's a, that's been, if people find me on Instagram at Elizabeth Lame, L-A-I-M-E, they can then find my cabin remodel Instagram <laughs> as well. Um, and see if you are going to survive it. Okay, that's, yes. a, that's an exciting journey. High stakes. Okay, so diving back into Minnie, she is in the Bond movie, GoldenEye, and after it films, but before it's released, she comes to the U.S. to do some general meetings. So what she has is she was the star of Circle of Friends, Mm -hmm. and to everyone in America, she is the exotic British woman who has an (laughs) accent, and what they know about her is that she wasn't thin in Circle of Friends, and she is thin now. And she's putting this in her book of, like, that was sort of like her, they were like, wow, mini driver. And I also love, it's just like, yeah, the the work an accent can do for you. It's just, it it can, it's incredible. Uh, Also, I just want to say, for some reason, she lists her exact um, pants size that she had to be for Circle of Friends when she was quote-unquote overweight. It is my current pet size. (laughs) And while I don't, don't uh, very thankfully Wesley have um, body issues like that. I was like, bitch, like me seven years ago would have read that and just like cried. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it is, it's such a generational thing and like hopefully we're getting unstuck from it. But yeah. I mean, this, this is my little PSA, which is like, we definitely need to talk about bodies specifically because it's so much of everyone's lives, but especially women's lives. But, mm-hmm. but I don't think we need to be listing numbers, dates, times, and facts. <laughs> Just say like, yes. you know what I mean? Like, um, You're so poetic about everything else. Just just dabble some poetry there. We don't need the stats. Truly. Tell (laughs) tell me that you were the amber waves of of amazing (laughs) gene sizes, you know, or that that you were like an oak tree amongst little garden elves. Like I don't there there was another way to do it. Um, Yes. But basically, she then gets this audition for a little movie called Goodwill Hunting. And we get this amazing audition story where she is she's really in the pocket. You know, she's mm-hmm. like going at this scene, and Matt Damon says, Whew, I need to take a break. I am not in the scene the way you are bringing me the scene. And he steps away and he comes back in it, and they do this incredible scene. Everyone thinks it should be Mini Driver. Um, it's him and Ben Affleck, the stars, the directors, the first time screenwriters, but their producer, little man known as Harvey Weinstein, says Mini Driver is not fuckable and she should not be cast in this film. And by some fucking miracle, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon say no, and she's in the movie. I mean, again, a story that does not happen. Like, Harvey, I mean, Harvey's in other books, and he wins. He says you're not in the movie, you're not in the movie. Yes. 
Yeah, Ugh. because, you know, he's just the arbiter of, of beauty and truth and all good things for women. Um, but I yeah. do love thinking about her writing that section and being able to tell that story now with, like, the light of truth being shined on all of the heinous everything surrounding yeah. the clouds surrounding Harvey Weinstein. And everyone being like, oh, my God, that fucking fuck. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind it's, of sweet I, justice. Yeah, I'm not going to say justice, but it is, it does feel good. <laughs> I do want to walk I'm pretty that sure back. he's out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a step back. Well, you know, I think he did his time. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, justice yeah. is not the right word, but, you know. No, no, no. I, no, absolutely. It, it is so nice. Because in, an, in another year, she wouldn't have felt that she could write this because people were still backing him. Yes. Um, so it is nice to have all the stories come to the surface. And Minnie gets nominated for an Oscar for this role, which, by the way, am I not remembering that role right? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy for her, but, like, I didn't remember, I didn't remember that. You know what I remembered about it? But it it's so interesting because I think she did kill it in that role. She had this weird kind of accent, though. Like, you could tell she was, like, wearing an American accent. And that's so funny because in my head, she's has a British accent in the movie. Oh, but wait, I, I, I maybe can't, she does. I'm not saying that's correct. I'm now I'm now I'm now I'm gonna look it up. Mini driver. Okay, Goodwill please do. Hunting. I also oh. think it was revolutionary. Again, I'm going back to this to see a woman in that role of like a woman who's confident. Yes. The role was not just about objectively sexualizing her. Like it, it she was a smart Harvard It was girl. pretty fucking cool at the it really time. Was. It was unique, yeah. It really was. And I'm really glad she got nominated. I just, for some reason, I didn't remember the role as that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, she definitely has a British accent in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching it going, we- weird. She doesn't what sound weird American. American. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, she, and actually, I just pulled up this uh, uh, video clip of a scene I didn't even remember from the film where they're like in bed talking. So, you know, honestly, I guess I need to go back and rewatch. Um, and it was, she's nominated for an Oscar and she and Matt get into a relationship. Her mother <laughs> gives her this advice. Love him with loose hands. Oh, I could have used this, could have used this advice. Um, because she's begging him to take her back. She's like clinging to this relationship. She's feeling like needy and possessive. And um, in her own words, not saying that what he does uh, is justified. But she says, things sped up considerably considerably, and I made poor decisions in the jolt of acceleration. I left the Irish agent. I left the kind British agent, the two women who had guided me well. I was shedding parts of my life to keep up with the speed, but they were all the wrong parts. I signed up with Matt's male agent. And here she's sort of giving some shade as to why, after being Oscar-nominated in Goodwill Hunting, she does not go on to incredible grand success role. Like, that, those roles don't come for her right away. And she's saying it's because she was with Matt's agent and Matt bro- Matt breaks up with her, which I, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. I also, like, I love the, I mean, to break up with someone whose, like, star is shining so brightly. Um, and she says, her her friend's saying, you'll get over him. And he, she says, how? It's not like I can just go to the other side of town and avoid him. He's everywhere. 
I don't need his picture by my bed. I got him on a giant billboard right outside my window. And then, yeah, never shit where you you eat. Yeah, <laughs> That's what yeah. she's told. Yeah, and I, she does say in here that the the way it's there's two narratives here. One is that Matt Damon broke up with her by going on Oprah and telling Oprah he's single. And Minnie Driver watched that and said, oh. Um, And then very quickly after that is in Us Weekly with someone else who I'm pretty sure is Winona Ryder. I did some research. I think it's Winona. Ooh, ouch. But the other narrative here is that Matt really did break up with her. You know, he said he needed space. He said, move out. He's gone for weeks. He says it's not working. She was sort of clinging to the fact that they were still in it, which maybe they were. But I think there's also a version where he's like, yeah, I left her a month ago. Right. Who's, you know, but uh, either way, he's then immediately with uh, another woman and it sounds like his agent fucked her over. Sounds like he did a soft out with yes, her. Yes, a soft exit. A uh, soft exit, A, a men's yeah. favorite. I would say that's a favorite <laughs> of the menu items for how to break up. They, they love to just kind of slowly back out till mm-hmm. they're just kind of like not there anymore, but they never said goodbye. They Irish goodbye the relationship. Yes. How yes. appropriate. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I will say knowing it was Winones, uh, that's tough stuff. Like to open the Us Weekly and be like, yeah. oh God. I, I gotta cool tell you, as fuck. <laughs> Winona is in a couple of memoirs, just picking oh. up the scraps, kind of before another woman's done eating. <laughs> and, and I'm not, I'm not casting blame. I'm just saying that it's a few memoirs where they were like me and Winona, at, like me, me today, Winona tomorrow. Um, yeah, <laughs> I just oh, it's boy. a theme. It's a theme I'm picking up. Um, I just feel like when that news came out about Winona shoplifting, there was maybe a dozen or so women in Hollywood who had like a little snicker that day. That was just a little bonus teaser of the full episode. Are you mad? Are you mad at us? And you're like, why isn't this a full episode? I get it. But we have to pay for this podcast somehow because we are independent. And let me tell you, I got good news. For literally just a dollar a month, you can get all of the bonus episodes. It's just a dollar. And Patreon also was like, Chelsea, no, it has to be $5. And I was like, I don't want anyone to be left out. So there's a dollar pay what you can option. If you can pay more and do love supporting this podcast, give us the $5 option. But I don't, I don't check it. Do whatever you want. Put in a dollar or $5 a month and get the rest of this episode and all of them and know that you are going to pay to support the production on this podcast. And it means a lot to us. And it's the reason why we can keep doing great books. And thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you for another episode if you go to the Patreon. Patreon.